It was right at the end of March. So I'm going to kind of dive into now how we met. Let's hear it. So it was right well, at the Well, your version. Yeah, my version. <laughs> These versions are always different whenever we like tell anyone or I mean, it's, it's, I think it's mostly playful on your part. It's fun to but... play it up because it's there's a you'll hear it now, but there's a lot of ways to make it kind of like pretty entertaining. Well, we um, were talking about it today at lunch and she called me a stalker first of all. So there you go. I also like slid into her DMs, so that as well, which is true. That is actually part of the story. Hey guys, this is Coach K, and you're listening to the Making Changes, Breaking Barriers podcast, where we talk about you. This is about you, your mind, and your path. So if you're watching the video version of this, you can see very quickly that we have a guest here today. If you are listening, I will just go ahead and tell you, Cora is back on the podcast. You guys seem to love it so much when she was here the first time, so I begged her. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't need to beg, but I asked her if she would be on the podcast again, and she was more than willing. So I'm very excited to have her here with us. And as we were starting to talk about what we wanted to talk about on this podcast, we decided that we were actually going to make this a two-part episode. So what you're going to hear in this episode today is going to be the first part of our episode together. And then actually... Next week, you will hear the second part of that episode. So we're going to leave you on the edge of your seats a little bit to hear the second part of this episode. But what we're going to talk about today is bringing it back to the beginning on how we met and kind of both of our perspectives on that, what we were going through in our lives before we met, and then how our lives transitioned after we met and what that looked like. And in a way, that is on brand, I guess, because, you know, that was a big change in our life. Anytime that you meet someone and you start a relationship with someone, it's a pretty, pretty big change. Like in this case, it was a really great change, right? <laughs> um, but it's a really big change and your routine changes and, and your priorities change and all of that. So that's what we're going to talk about first. And then the second part of this series, I guess we'll call it, we're going to talk a lot about laughter and what laughter means to Cora and I and how it plays a really big part in our relationship, some of the benefits of it, and kind of what that looks like within our dynamic. So that's what the time with Cora is going to look like. So we'll just kind of go ahead and get, get ready, in, get into it. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to start off with, and Cora, I'll have you go first if okay. you don't mind, is... First, kind of just diving into what each of our lives looked like from either a relationship standpoint, career, moving, all of that, uh, right before or, you know, the few months leading up to when we first started talking to each other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back yes. um, to you and to your listeners. So I was I had just recently moved to Portland when we met. And before that, I was living in Sacramento. And I had taken a break. I called it my quarter life crisis. I had quit my uh, job that I had and I was kind of just living and coaching CrossFit and coaching like youth volleyball and just kind of hanging out and traveling a lot. Um, and I was coming to the end of my savings account, <laughs> being very honest. Um, and I was ready for a change. So I needed, you know, a new job. I started looking. Um, and then I was also in a relationship that was not one that was going to no, you've never been in a relationship before me. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm I know. Um, I was in a relationship that was just not going to be my forever relationship, right? And so um, I needed to kind of move on from that. And I was really looking forward to starting fresh. So I was looking at jobs that were 
in Hawaii, that were in Portland, that were kind of in different places that would take me out of Sacramento and help me to start over, both from a relationship and a professional perspective. I was just ready for a change. So um, for me, I was really excited to come to Portland and like make some new friends. I still had some college friends that lived there. Even though you were supposed to go to Hawaii. I was supposed to go to Hawaii. I got banned switched. Thank you, Matt Carroll. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I was supposed to move to Hawaii and then it was kind of like this Portland position will be better for you. Anyways, I took it. Um, I loved Portland and my time there. So it was all meant to be. It was all meant to be. Yeah, but that was kind of my lead up. I was really like starting fresh. I was I wasn't going to have roommates. I was living by myself. I was really excited to kind of build a gym community, build a, you know, friendship community in Portland. And um, I think it took three months <laughs> for me to find Christina. So not a very long time, but it, it was perfect timing. It worked out. Is there anything you want to expand on there, like just about the mindset? I mean, you you kind of talked about it a little bit, just mm-hmm. that you wanted to start fresh. But even when you got to Portland and you were there, you know, you knew a couple of people from college and stuff like that. But those first three months, you know, what did that feel like, like that starting fresh feeling? Yeah, it was. It was a little bit of kind of me learning how to be on my own again, because I had had roommates, I had been in relationships and I just kind of wanted to hang out by myself again. So, um, you know, and I was starting a new job too. So I spent a lot of time working, kind of getting to know that role again, getting to know my, you know, new uh, professional partners, things like that. And so that took up a good amount of time. But then I kind of jumped into my CrossFit gym at the time that I joined, um, tried to meet people in the classes that I was frequently attending. Um, I leaned heavily on my like two friends that I had from Portland or from college that still lived in Portland. Um, but I did really random things like one weekend I had nothing to do and I Googled what was going on in Portland and I went to the Portland dog show, which was <laughs> I like forgot about that. the biggest show like west of the Mississippi in the United States. So it was huge. And I actually went with my friend Kelsey, but, um, yeah, we went to this Portland dog show for the day and it was, it was like, what are we doing here? But it was amazing. It was a lot of fun and it kind of forced me to do some things like that, that, um, even though I didn't do that one alone, I did it with a friend, but just to kind of find new activities and spend my time, you know, getting out of my apartment or kind of like learning my neighborhood. I was into running at that time. So I would just run the streets of Portland and like kind of learn where I was and things like that. So, and yeah. Well, I do think <laughs> that both of our stories bef- right before we met do align kind of, which is kind of, which is cool. I don't, I'm not sure I've ever totally put that together but the whole starting fresh thing I definitely had that feeling in that moment myself mine dates back maybe a little bit earlier than yours mm-hmm. it was so we started talking in the end of March of 2018 yeah yes yes so it would have been like August of 2017 so less than a year before I had gotten to this point in my life especially when it came to romantic relationships I'll say that it Nothing was really feeling great. And a lot of it felt like it was on my end. Like, I didn't feel like I was finding healthy relationships, to be completely honest. And I remember telling my two roommates at the time that I just needed to do something to totally give myself a reset in that moment. And kind of the only way I know how to reset myself, and I do this sometimes, is often, (laughs) is to totally dive like headfirst into some sort of nutrition and fitness routine because that's just something that I can really focus on I can just dial in on it really allows me to 
like use the energy that I have instead of putting that energy into maybe other things that aren't as productive. So it was that August of 2017 that I decided I was going to do six months of a few different things. One was going to be no alcohol. So six months of no alcohol, um, six months of eating paleo. I went on to the, on the paleo craze at the time. And I was also doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty new to CrossFit. CrossFit was not new to you. No. You'd been doing CrossFit for like 10 years or something. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I had been doing it for like a year at that point. And, and so I was more familiar with it. And so I really wanted to dive into it and like, I guess, try and take it more seriously or get better at it or whatever. And so I spent, yeah, the next six months doing that. I dropped a bunch of weight that I wanted to drop. I felt so much healthier. My social life maybe diminished a little bit because I would literally like wake up, go to CrossFit, go to work, come home and hang out with Rascal. But you had a social job. So I feel like you still got some like socializing there, which probably made the evenings easier. True. I mean, do you feel like that? True, true. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't working remote. I was working, you know, as a basketball coach at the time. So, I mean, that would have been basically almost our full season. So, yeah, tons of social time in that aspect. Yeah. But And I had two roommates. So even when I came home, there was people there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would basically come home and just hang out, watch TV. But I do feel like that really helped reset me. And I, actually, I did have a quick relationship with someone right before I met Cora. And um, even though that didn't last very long, it it felt better. Like I felt like I was in a little bit of a better place just with myself and like I could communicate in a way that was more healthy within a relationship and all of that. And yeah, like I said, that didn't last long, but um, it was right at the end of March. So I'm going to kind of dive into now how we met. Let's hear it. So it was right. Well, at the- your version. Yeah, my version. <laughs> These versions are always different whenever we like tell anyone or I mean, it's, it's, I think it's mostly playful. On it's your part, fun to but... play it up because it's there's a you'll hear it now, but there's a lot of ways to make it kind of like pretty entertaining. Well, we were know. talking about it today at lunch and she called me a stalker, first of all. So there you go. I also like slid into her DMs. So that as well, which is true. That is actually part of the story. But Yeah. So right at the end of March, like I said, I was really trying to like take CrossFit more seriously. And so there was a couple people in our gym who some who I had seen before, like in classes that I took and in one who I had never met before. But when you're in a CrossFit class, there's normally an app involved in it. And so you can like record your scores and how you're doing in the class. And there was this one woman who I kept seeing who would either like beat me by a lot in a in a class or maybe I would just beat her in a certain class especially if it had running involved in it and this name kept popping up and it was Cora and so I Instagram stalked her and (laughs) she had videos on her Instagram of like her doing backflips and just doing like handstand push-ups and clearly she was just you know a lot better than me at a lot of these skills in CrossFit so I legitimately had a desire to work out with someone like that, like Cora, who was going to maybe help push me and get me better, maybe even do some like extra workouts together and stuff like that. So like I said, I found her on Instagram and I crafted this message to her, which I'm actually going to read to you guys right now. So this was on March 28th, 2018. I said, hey, Cora. So this is super random and a little crazy, I know, but I keep seeing your name on the Wattify ad, oh, app, 
<laughs> for CrossFit Stumptown. I've been meaning to introduce myself, but I don't think we go to any of the same class times, which we did talk about later. And like, I don't think we literally We've ever never had overlapped. Yeah, we yeah. I said, I've been going to CrossFit Stumptown for just about a year now and recently have been feeling like I would really love to start making myself more part of the CrossFit Stumptown community. I think it would be really helpful for me to have people to work out with and push each other and just make the time in the gym a little more fun. Anyways, I thought I would just introduce myself. Did you recently move to the Portland area? So <laughs> I sent that message. Take it for what you want. But legitimately, my intentions were to find a workout partner in that moment. Although I will say, and then I'll let, and then Corey, you chime in. Okay. That. Well, I guess it was maybe after we had sent a couple messages back and forth. I remember then starting to feel like, hmm. And I even asked my roommate, do you think Cora would be like into girls? You know, I just wasn't sure from her <laughs> Instagram page. So, the, you know, the thought definitely came into my mind pretty quickly. But what was your perspective on that? I think I just was probably, I mean, okay. So I moved to Portland and joined that gym in my, it was like five blocks from my apartment. And I joined that gym to make friends. Like I, I jumped and did free week trials at probably two or three other gyms before. And I liked the vibe the best at CrossFit Stumptown. So I joined that gym to make new friends, especially like in the area. And it seemed to have like a little bit of a younger community. I mean, we were what, 27, 28 at the time. Um, and so, you know, that's why I joined that group. So then I was really excited when I think when I got a message, I was like, oh, cool. And maybe a new friend, you know. And you had made a couple friends before me. At the gym? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But like very much just during class friends. Like I'd never hung out with anybody outside of the gym yet or anything like that. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I was just excited. I don't think I thought anything else either until we started like chatting more. So then I said, hey, I've seen your name too. So I'm glad you sent me a note. I moved up here end of last year for work. How about you? What time do you normally work out? I'm either super early mornings or evening classes, but I agree having people to push against probably is what i meant there uh and compete with makes it more fun okay so we'll read a couple of these messages because there's a couple pretty funny parts in here that we actually will talk about in reference still to this day so then i replied a day later i guess did wow. you send it i know maybe i was trying to play hard to get already i don't know maybe wait for it yeah so then i said i've lived here for two years moved here for work as well and i normally go to 8 a.m although this week is all over the place i think i'm going to 4 30 today or I might just go on a run since it's so nice outside. Well, anyways, I'm sure we will cross paths at some point, but just wanted to say hi and introduce myself. So first of all, that feels kind of weird because you I was like, I reached out to you and then I'm like trying to end the conversation is what it feels like. So I'm glad you didn't let me, but this is what you said next. Yeah, no, definitely didn't let you. Okay. And of course I'm gone the rest of the week. Ha ha. Well, I'm training for a half marathon, so I've been running too. If you ever want a running buddy, let me know. But let's figure out a time to work out at the gym. Danny and I are going to try to coordinate, too, so we can train together. You definitely should join. And Danny was another girl at the gym who coached as well, who I had, like, just connected with on basically the same thing. Like, we should do some extra workouts or work out together or whatever because she was pretty much the same level. And I think that's funny because I'm pretty sure I had reached out to Danny as well. Or, like, maybe I had definitely done some classes with her. So we were all, like, on the same page there. Yeah. Um. So And wait, what half marathon did you do? Oh, I was training for the... um. The Santa Cruz half. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so the last message that I have screenshotted on here is actually, I'll just read it. I say, hey, hope you had fun in Montana. I'm doing a social media cleanse the next month. So just figured I'd 
be proactive and send you my number. And then I send my phone number. So again, another funny thing where it's like, I don't even remember if I did a month long social media cleanse. Maybe I did. I mean, we didn't message again until May 5th. Yeah, true. So I guess I I did do it, but it was a great way for us to get each other's numbers too. So yeah, anyways, then we start messaging back and forth and we always talk about this funny moment. Do you want to say it? Sure. So this is kind of where like our stories differ a little bit, but this is the actual truth. So we'll see. Christina, we start texting and then she's, you know, I think we figure out a time to work out or something. And I say, hey, yeah, if you ever want to do a workout or like grab a coffee, let me know. And she responds, yeah, let's definitely do a workout. So again, I was excited to then make a friend or I don't even know if I was interested yet on that level. But I was excited to make a friend. So I was like, yeah, or we can do coffee. And she just totally shut it down. She's like, yeah, no, or a workout. And I mean, I don't know. I think I'm just very particular about like friends. So I knew for sure that moment (laughs) that I wanted to work out. But I wasn't so sure about the coffee piece of things. Um, Even though I definitely was interested already. Yeah, I don't know. So then, I mean, the texting continued. And I'll say that there was another piece of communication that happened that first really kind of a light switch went off for me that maybe this is something more than just like a workout partner or even just more than a friend so well it only worked out one time when I sent that text yeah yeah we had met one time we went to the same workout class and that went well it was fun I won so it was great (laughs) Um, I almost caught you on the thrusters yes you did but yeah I had running in it so but that one you were at Michaela's yeah baby shower baby shower and you were drinking a little bit yeah I mean all of our friends were there we were just hanging out yeah just hanging out and I mean I just said like when am I gonna see you again oh yeah Cora just texted me when am I gonna see you again and that you know I don't know if you say that to your friends like when am I gonna see you again it just definitely felt like a little bit more than a friend message so yeah anyways the light switch went off and from there we planned our first date you want, to, what, you want to say anything about our first date? Well, we didn't. I don't know if we would have called it a date. But yeah, we didn't know it was a date yet. But it quickly became a date. But we didn't know walking in that it was a date. And now knowing us now, it's even more funny, I think, because we're in bed at like 830 every night. It's it's pretty uh, consistent. I wasn't that way then, though. Yeah, no, neither of us were. So we're both. Yeah, we're in bed early now, but we weren't like that then. And I I think I was landing in Portland at like. 8.30 or 9 o'clock p.m. on a Sunday night, had to work the next day. And it was like, somehow that became, let's hang out when you get home. Or Christina was like, I can pick you up from the airport, but I had driven, so that wasn't even an option. So I was like, well, I can just jump in my car and then come pick you up and we can go grab dinner. And I was dinner. like, sure, yeah, sounds good. But it yeah. was so late. Yeah, so, so late. again, like my head is turning, like she's landing late and going to pick me up for dinner. So, yeah, I mean, even though we didn't know it was a date, again, I felt like there was a big effort being made here to, like, land and come and pick me up for dinner. Mm-hmm. Not only, like, just meet somewhere, she's going to come pick me up. Yeah. So. And then it was all kinds of, like, you know, tension and <laughs> So then we're sitting and- at, in Wayfinder in Portland, actually. If you've been to Portland, been there, it's a good place to go. And... You know, yeah, you ordered the burger salad. I ordered a burger salad, which I've never done before. Cora then proceeds to order the same exact thing, which 
She does not like ordering salad at restaurants either. We've never ordered that before. So it was clearly nerves were happening. And never again since. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we were asking questions. I think at some point I asked, you know, like, are you dating anyone? Or what did I ask that then you said, like, I've dated both men and women? No, well, you asked me, like, about a situation or something. And then I said, oh, yeah, well... I had an ex-boyfriend, da da da, and then I was like, "But then my ex-girlfriend did this." Or yeah, and you were like, "Oh, yeah." So then I knew I had a chance. Then I really knew, barely a chance. Hey, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Yeah. So then, basically, after that, we were inseparable. We won't go into like all of you know the details preceding that, but that was the start, and the romance started, and and we were both very giddy and very excited, and there was. I mean, at least from my perspective, you could, perspective you can chime in, but there was never many moments of doubt. Like we both made it very clear that we were very into each other, and we very much wanted to spend as much time as possible together. And mm-hmm. that was really like just fun. Like there was a lot of joy in that. There wasn't games being played, and there wasn't so much like second guessing everything. It just was. We just communicated with each other, and we actually still do that to this day. I feel like like very clearly that this is what we want. You know. Um, and that was just really nice. I think it made it like just so much more fun. Yeah, definitely. And it allowed, I don't think I, I mean, you mentioned this earlier about yourself. You felt like you did a lot of that self-reflection and self-work in your kind of time, your six months off, um, from dating or whatever you were doing. Um, I don't feel like I necessarily felt that or was recognizing those things until we got together. And then it was, you know, I felt like I was being very vulnerable. I felt like I was being very honest. I felt like I was communicating really well because I was coming out of my last two relationships. I wasn't great at that. And that was definitely something I wanted to find, you know, that I knew I had and I had been like in the past, but I wanted to find that again. And so it was kind of really fun for me to then be feeling that and have you be so excited about me, even when I was like leaving the CrossFit gym and saying, okay, see you later. And then I call you three seconds later. And I'm like, do you want to hang out with me? Um, Oh, that's one of my favorite moments, too. So I think for me, that felt really good to start that relationship on a super authentic, vulnerable, and just really fun note, because I think it set us up for really just kind of knowing who we were and then knowing who our partner was. Yeah, I I totally agree. And obviously, it works because we both felt the same way, right? I think that obviously plays a big piece of it. And it doesn't feel like any games need to be played because we both feel the same way. But yeah, I think. We we joke about this sometimes because we've talked about a, all of our previous relationships and stuff. And we talk about how the timing really just was great. And maybe if we would have met a little bit later, it would have still been great. But we talk about how if we would have met in college, it never would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> it never would have worked. And so I think that's just like an important part of our story is that we met at the right time and we both had gone through so much whether you want to call it growth or just had so many experiences already to then use those and kind of do it right when when we met. And so it worked out pretty well. Yeah. I think there's also a piece of it too where I wanted to do it right with you. You know, I really wanted it to be the real thing and I knew that pretty quickly. And so, you know... I not that I had played a ton of games or whatever, but I probably wasn't the best partner for some of my previous relationships. Me neither. And I wanted to be that for you, right? Like, I really wanted to do that for you. I wanted to be that for me. I wanted to be that for us. And so I think the timing has a big piece of it, too. But I also, like, felt that with you pretty early that I 
I mean, obviously, I, I feel like you're my soulmate, and I think I knew that pretty quickly. So this is getting a little bit off, off track, but something I told Cora pretty early on, like, I don't know exactly how early, but it felt pretty early on. I told her that, you know, something that was really important to me was just that we both understood that, yes, there's forgiveness and there's saying sorry and all of that. But once you say something, you can't take it back, right? Like once you say something, I can't promise that that whatever you said won't ever leave my head again, right? I might be able to forgive and same for her, right? This goes both ways. But I, I said that to her and that probably comes from past experiences and of different areas of my life. But I can honestly say that there's nothing that you've ever said, and I hope you feel this way about me too, that replays in my head like like that. That doesn't mean that we haven't been in arguments and we haven't been in fights and whatever. Like we have had those things, but I think we have always just been very careful about what we say. And we're just actually, I think the better way to say it is that we are, have always just been very respectful of each other yeah. from the get go. And that goes with like the, how we communicate with each other. The fact that we trust each other, like all of that, which is just really awesome. But I think that's kind of si getting sidetracked now. So <laughs> I want to bring us back. So yeah, that whole summer, right? Because that all that communication started right at the end of March, kind of into April. You know, by May, we're pretty much together at this point. It was about to be yeah. summer, which I think we bought our van in like, oh no, we bought it in October, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So we had very little responsibilities. Um, you know, I was a basketball coach, so summers were definitely lighter. Um, but we just, we had so much fun. You know, we went to Hawaii together for a week, like within our first couple months of being I together. Think it was like the first week of June. Yeah. yeah. And we just <laughs> laughed so much. Do you, do you have any memories from that first few months, like that summer that really stand out to you? I mean, Hawaii was a big trip. That, that one really, I remember. Um, we also did like a brewery bike crawl. Uh, where we just rode around Portland and drank a bunch of beer and hung out. And it was just the two of us. And I don't think we talked to anybody at any bar. It was like just us. Um, that was a ton of fun. Which uh, actually we're going to do again for my birthday coming up. My 32nd birthday is coming up in August. And with our friends here in town, actually Cora's parents are going to be in town. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a not only breweries, but like a bike brew crawl around town. So I'm, I'm super excited to bring that back because we actually... I think we did that in Hawaii one time, but besides those two yeah. times, we have not done that again. We haven't done it a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one I remember is I was about to go to the gorge with Megan. We were going on a yeah. little, like, it was like a two-night camping trip to see a concert up in the gorge. And last minute, I don't know if I invited you or if you were like, can I come? And it was super last minute and you literally, like, packed your bags and jumped in the car and I was like, hey, Meg, Christina's coming, like whatever. Um, and Megan's one of my longest friends. And it was exciting to just kind of be able to bring you into the, you know, the group and just kind of mm -hmm. start introducing you to people. And I didn't have any hesitations there. It was just like, yeah, these are my people. And this is now my person, you know, so that was a lot of fun. I think that was a theme for us. And obviously, probably just came from us being so infatuated with each other and so excited about these feelings that we were having. But was that we were so just willing to have fun and and so willing to just laugh together and this actually starts the transition into the second episode of this series so we are actually going to wrap up this episode that we're in right now like i said we're going to leave you a little bit on the edge of your seat because we are going to continue this but you'll have you'll have to wait till next monday 
to hear the rest of it where Cora and I really start to dig into why laughter is such a big part of our relationship and why we think it's so important, some of the benefits of laughter, and we'll even share some things that really make us laugh about each other too, which may might give you a little bit of a laugh as well. So I will leave you with this like I always do in all of my episodes. Changing your path will not be easy. It will be challenging. I'll say that over and over again, but it will be worth it. So do a self-check today. Are you on your path up your mountain? And if not, what path are you on? And stay tuned to next week for the second part of this episode.